welcome to the Thousand Word Midlife Crisis. I'm David Young. Episode 3, When a Husky is Not a Dog. I've lost some weight over the past year, but sadly, I'm still overweight. And the way you know I'm overweight is because I use the word overweight. I didn't say fat or obese or chubby or chunky. Note to self, buy chunkies. No, those are words used by the thin or the used to be overweight but now presentable. Not a big fan of either. When you're overweight, you think everyone is making fun of you. And more often than not, you're right. A while back, we were at a concert. I can't remember the artist, but at my age, they're likely dead now, so it doesn't matter. But at the concert, they yelled to the crowd, Who's here with their spouse? And my wife and I cheered. (laughs) Who's here with their significant other? Again, we cheered. Who's here with their BFF? My wife cheered. Wait, what? I squinted at my wife. Best friend forever, she sighed. Oh, I replied. I believed her, but I did not relinquish my squint. She's one of those thin people, but she's cool. Perhaps the worst descriptor I've had to endure was found shopping for jeans as a 10-year-old with my mother. Okay, a quick talk with all the men out there. Gentlemen, we have all been scarred in our lifetimes by being dragged out of the house, usually under false pretenses, to buy clothes with a woman. Our mother, our significant other, our friend, our enemy, our parole officer, our dominatrix. And it didn't matter if the clothes were for you or for her. If for you, you liked the very first thing you saw. And honestly, just waving it around, still on the hanger, in your proximity, was enough due diligence. It was cute that you thought your opinion meant something. And if it was for her, suddenly your opinion did matter and were asked, do you like this one or the first one? What you wanted to say was, whichever one gets me the hell out of here and back to Beer City where I belong. But you'd slip up and ask, what was the first one again? Adding 30 minutes to the process. And the Beer City station got smaller and smaller as the train made its return trip to hell. So back to shopping for jeans as a 10-year-old. I'd looked through the jeans for my size, but all I could find were normal-sized jeans that were called things like normal-sized or jeans. Instead, I had to go to the section called Husky, a word normally reserved for Alaskan dogs or Kathleen Turner's voice. And what's worse, that word was printed along the back of the jeans, which meant that Monday morning at school, I might as well have been wearing a t-shirt that said, Zero days since last beating. The girls in my fifth grade class were mean. Look, I'm a reasonably intelligent person, so I should know there are three simple steps to being in shape. Monitor my weight, eat better food, and engage in exercise. Easy peasy lemon BFF. But honestly, it's never been that easy. I monitor my weight, but on chronically overweight terms. I never weigh myself wearing clothing. I only weigh myself after exercise, but before breakfast, and after a bathroom visit, but before putting on all that heavy deodorant. I used to weigh myself after showers until I once gained a pound. I still haven't worked that one out, but my scale has to take some of the blame. It's the reason I call it the lying machine. My wife offered to let me use her smart scale because it remembers your weight and tells you if you've lost or gained pounds since last you met. Why in God's name would I want that? As horrible as my relationship is with the lying machine, one of its beneficial qualities is its very short memory. Well, then there's food. 
Cutting to the chase, the correct answer is vegetables. Carrots, broccoli, squash, sprouts, beans. Why would you hide longevity inside those? You have to wash them because they're covered in dirt and pesticides. I don't have to worry about pesticides because I only eat organic vegetables. First, all vegetables are organic. Second, yeah, right. What's more, vegetables have seasons, so sometimes they're not available, or worse, expensive. Compare them to nature's perfect food, the Pop-Tart. Doesn't need washing, comes in a hygienic bag, consistent size and shape, and always tastes like cardboard that loves you. What's not to like? Well, maybe the 210 calories and the 34 grams of carbs per pastry. So, I didn't lose the weight by weighing myself naked or by eating Pop-Tarts. So, it must have been exercising? No, I don't lift weights or do reps. What are those anyway? But I did start walking and jogging. And if the wind were at my back, like say after eating chili, I ran. Why? Because there are races where they give you Star Wars medals. And honestly, I'd kill your grandmother for a Star Wars medal. And they gave them to us just for showing up. It was like our own little Montessori marathon. But even these races made no difference. So I signed up for a 2020 miles in 2020 challenge. Quick, what's that in miles per week? Well, forget that because it's 5.55 miles per day. Not something I thought of when I signed up. And every day I missed meant that average would creep up. By March, I was up to needing 6.2 miles per day or a 10K every day. But then the world stopped. Now, I'm not saying I'm happy about the pandemic, but with nothing better to do, I went out and walked or jogged or ran daily. And then late in the year, I hit the 2020 mark. And this time, not on the lying machine. So until next time, stay safe, be kind, and remember, a successful empty nester does not give their children a forwarding address. Yours in crisis, Dave. This is a thousand word midlife crisis, written and narrated by David Young. Special thanks to graphic designer Sabrina Young for the logo and musician Daniel Vesey for the music. This has been a Carson Clay production.